I pulled another one of those uh, best story wins cards, and it says the best Las Vegas story. Okay, I want to tell you one of my cooler Las Vegas stories. I have a number of stories from out there. I've been out to Vegas like maybe nine times. I've been out for like every reason that you can possibly go. Birthdays and bachelors and getting fired from a job and just wanting to play poker and all that sort of stuff. Uh, One time I went out there. I went out there. Basically, I had read a craps book like front and back, and I was practicing how to play craps using a free iPhone app, and I was like, okay, I want to go play. I want to I try. I'd save some money up, and I was like, I want to go. I want to go do it. So I went out to Vegas with some friends, and while I was out there, I was like playing craps, and I was doing really well. At one point in time, I was up like four grand. Like I, My first time I played craps ever in Vegas, I, went, I remember I went to the Sahara with $400, and like it wasn't an hour and a half later I walked out with $1,800. It was like, holy crap, that worked. Okay. And then I just kept going and kept going. I was up something like between four and five grand that, that trip in craps. And the one night, you know, living large, hanging out with friends, we're, we're not gambling anymore. We're just, we're just out drinking and partying, right? And I learn while we're out that Skrillex is playing a live show, like, across the street, down the road a little bit, the, the Cosmopolitan uh, Hotel and Casino. And what they do there is they have a big outdoor pool that's a pool during the day, and then they, like, turn it into a nightclub at night. And so, you know, I was like, come on, let's, let's go to the Skrillex show. This sounds awesome. So, okay, we'll do it. And, I, and you know, and I, and I said, like, I'll buy. I'll pay. Come on. And like, like, just come with. And I was just a big Skrillex fan, so I wanted to go to it. So, anyways, we walk over to the Cosmopolitan, and we learn what's going on. Basically, the show is sold out. And then there's, like, a line of, like, 100 people out front that are just waiting to have the opportunity to go in. Basically, when people would leave the club, they would sell that many more tickets. So like they just kept the club at capacity. So if people would exit, two people exit, two people could come in, right? And so this line was not moving very fast, okay? Like people weren't really leaving yet. And so there's this line, and no one wants to wait in this line. Not even I. I was was like, all right, well, I don't want to wait in this line either. But I was like, "Let's let's see what we could do here. I got some money here. Let's see what we could do. So we walk up to the front, and like there's like... You know, in the front of the line there, the the dude that checks the IDs and lets the people in, the big burly bouncer guy. And I was like, I was like, hey man, we'd we'd love to get in. There's just there's just no way we want to wait in that line. And I just like I showed the hundred dollar bill. I was like, I was like, is there just anything else? Is there anything that you can possibly do? And he's like, I can get you beyond the line. I can get you. I'm gonna get you to the front of the line to get tickets. And it was like, okay, all right, that'll work. Yeah, fine. Get us to the ticket counter. Okay, hundred bucks. Follow me. We go through the curtain. And he walks us to the front of the line, and it's just funny. Like, like we walk past that hundred, you know, those hundred people see what's going on that we basically bought our way in, and then he walks us through the ticket. Like, there, there's a line inside that like snakes around, and those are the people inside that are still waiting to get up to the ticket window to get tickets. And this guy like just takes us around, puts us right in the front of that line, so that we're like we're right up next in the register. And, like, I just remember, like, everyone was, like, judging and looking at us, but, like, this guy was just so scary looking. They were like, okay, I accept it. Like, nobody fought. And so then we go up, and it's time to buy tickets. And they're like, they were something like 80 or 100 or 120 bucks each, something like that. And so I bought five tickets. So, you know, we're in $100 to the bouncer and something like 600 bucks in tickets. So, like, we're 700 bucks into this thing, and we haven't even, like, got in yet, okay? So then... We get our tickets, and now we do go in. And these are just like general admission, nothing special. But we're in. 
It is so crowded in there. Absolutely crowded. Like you, in the beginning, you weren't even exactly sure where the stage was at. I was like, where's Skrillex? You know what I mean? It was so ungodly packed. So it was like, let's get a drink and then let's go dance. Okay. Well, we go over towards the bar-ish. And what we learn is like, you honestly can't tell where the line to go to the bar stops and then people are just standing around dancing. Like, there's just no, you can't even tell. Like, this is not like a three deep bar. This is like a 14 person deep bar, right? It is absolutely insane. It was like, what do we do? How, how do we do that? What do we do with that? You know? So then <laughs> I was like, oh, let's try it again. Let's try it again. So there's like this security dude that's standing there. And he, again, is just like this big, like, weightlifting, just gorilla dude. You know what I mean? Just like huge dude. And I walked up to him and I said, hey, can you get us to the bar? And I show that and I had that $100 bill up. I'm like, can you get us to the bar? And he's like, how many? And I was like, us. And it like kind of like did the little circle thing. And he just says, hold on to each other. Takes my money and just says, hold on to my, hold on to my shoulder. And literally everybody holds on to each other's shoulders. And this dude just straight up bulldozes his way right through the crowd, right through the lines, right through the dancers. He just bulldozes his way right through everybody and gets us right up to the front of the bar. And he goes, you're right here. It's on you now. I was like, all right, thank you. And he walks away. All right, so the five of us are now $800 in, but we're at the front of the bar. <laughs> and so uh, the bartender comes around eventually, and you got to scream at the top of your lungs. And she's like, what do you want? And I was like, what's your cheapest bottle special? And it was like $2,000 for like a shitty bottle of vodka type thing. And it was like... No, 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 we're not doing that. You know, it was absolutely insane. So I kind of like, I look back at everybody and I'm like, how many drinks can we hold? Ah, fuck it. And I just look back at her and I'm like, can I get 18 Jack and Cokes? And that was it. And, uh, or no, vodka cranberries. Vodka cranberries. Yeah, 18 vodka cranberries is what it was. 18? Yeah, 18. And she just lines up all the cups and makes all the vodka cranberries. And that was like another, like, I don't know, $400 or something like that. So like, what are we at now? Like 1200 bucks. And so she, she, uh, she pours all these vodka cranberries there. And I just tell everybody, just stick your hands in them and get as many as you can. And so everybody just like takes their fists and just punches them down into the drinks and everybody's got, you know, three or four drinks in each hand, their fingers completely in the cups. You know, they're just like little shitty Dixie cup type things. And we pick them up and then we make our way back beyond, beyond the bar, back towards the dance club area. And we find just some spot that's just enough room for us. You know, no table, no nothing like that. And we just put all the drinks down on the ground and then we make a circle around them and we're dancing and we're dancing and we're having drinks and it's Skrillex and it's awesome. And then every now and then somebody would get bumped into or like they'd kick and like, like some of the drinks would get kicked over and it was like, ah, oh, shit, no. <laughs> I was like, another one down, another one down. And we had such a blast of a time. We honestly were in there maybe an hour. 
we had those drinks. We danced our ass off. Skrillex was awesome. And then it was just so ungodly hot and so ungodly packed in there. I was like, let's get the hell out of here. All right, let's get the hell out of here. And we walked out laughing. I high-fived the bouncer dude at the front of the line again. I said, thank you so much. High-fived him, and that was it. And I'll tell you what. Like, what a complete waste of money, but such a fun night. Such a memorable story. Oh, my gosh. And it's, like, the only time ever in my life where I've ever, where I've ever done that, where it's, like, you flash the $100 bill and you get the thing you want, like, impulsively on the spot. <laughs> that was such a fun night. I'll never forget that one. And that's, that's probably my best Vegas story. I have a lot of Vegas stories. Some are definitely not fit for this podcast, so they won't make it public, but... Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of them that are, that are pretty good, and that one's up there. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I will talk to you in the next one. I love you. Bye.